Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success Podcast. The title of this session is the 2022 100K Challenge. I'm just going to warn you before you listen to this session, you will never have the opportunity ever again to tell anybody I never had the opportunity to get mentored in network marketing. I was never in the right place at the right time. I was never this. This didn't happen. This didn't work out. If only I could have done this. If only I could have done that. All the excuses will be taken away. You can make money or you can make excuses. A lot of people make excuses because they they don't want to take on the fear. I get that. That, that. Fear, believe it or not, will be taken away. So don't even begin to listen to this unless you're open to the fact that, you know, 2022 really could be the year that sets you up for the rest of your life. If, if you're willing to take the 2022 100K challenge. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. I hope you've had an awesome week. This is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success Podcast. First of all, I really want to thank all of you for the feedback I received from last week's session. You know, I asked for it and I got it. Uh, many of you that I've never heard from ever before don't know who you are and others that, you know, I hadn't heard from in a long time uh, responded. I got more res- response to that podcast than any I've ever done. Uh, I so appreciate your feedback. Again, it means more to me than I can really explain. But just a few of you, uh, Adonis in South Africa, thank you. Dr. Hollis down in Florida, I appreciate it. Uh, Remenia in Mexico City, Tudor in Spain, Paulette Can- in Canada, uh, Professor Hovart, H-O-R-V-A-T in Slovenia, uh, Priscilla up in Seattle, Elijah in Mississippi, and many more of you that I received feedback from last week, uh, Session 263, which was titled The Documented Path to Six Figures a Month Within Six Months. Uh, again, that session, more than any session I've ever done, uh, was the response was fabulous, and I so appreciate it. I had dozens, if not hundreds, of people request the PDF, so uh, I so appreciate that. I know uh, the title of that session just screamed clickbait, clickbait, but those of you that heard the session know when I said 
this is a case study that it exactly that's exactly what it was. Uh, some of you listening not only heard the session but participated and experienced in the ten day two week run I spoke about. So many of you listening, you know, can just vouch that everything I said was true. But honestly, I can't blame anybody who didn't believe it because I can. I mean, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. But again, I appreciate it so much. Uh, the last couple of months have been very significant for me in so many ways. Never has it been more clear for me the fact that human beings and even normal hum- human even abnormal human beings like us entrepreneurs, you know, those of us that have entrepreneur spirit inside of us, even us, we all see things not as they are, but as we are. So the real question I believe all of us should be asking ourselves, and I'm not sure, uh, I'm sure this is not proper English, but if we see things not as they are, but as we are, the real question is, how are we? Or how do we see things? Because a lot of times we we don't see ourselves through the correct glasses. Self-limiting beliefs and self-limiting attitudes are hard for us to recognize in ourselves because they are beliefs. Does that make sense? If I believe something, even if it's not true, but I believe something about myself, my potential, my upside, my downside, whatever, it doesn't matter. As I believe, I am. I mean, as we believe, we are. And a lot of times, and I know there's many of you, that other people see awesomeness within you, but you don't see it within yourself. So self-limiting beliefs is a very, very interesting topic. And something we all need to at least be aware of because we can't see them because that's what we believe. As we, as we believe, we take action on that which we believe and we don't take action on that which we do not believe. We are what we think we are. And so, If, as human beings, we see things not as they are, but as we are, you know, it's really really important to consistently, continually ask ourselves, who are we? What do we think? What do we believe? And what are the program perceptions that can create blind spots or gaps in our thinking? You know, psychologists tell us that we all have blind spots. Uh, scotomas. We all have them. And an article I was reading in Psychology Today, it said, we all have a lack of insight or awareness, often persistent about a specific area of one's behavior or personality, personality, typically because recognition of one's true feelings and motives would be painful or grounded in deep, unrealistic, passionate feelings. I'm going to say that again. Psychology Today says we all have a lack of insight or awareness, often persistent about a specific area of one's behavior or 
personality, typically because recognition of one's true feelings and motives would be painful or grounded in deep, unrealistic, passionate feelings. So here's the conclusion I've come to. You've heard me say many times, I love network, the network marketing business model. I absolutely despise what it's become. So I've had to really come to grips with what do I despise about it? What do I love about it? I mean, saying it's one thing, but really digging deeper is another. And I think anything I perceive to be predatory or a direct conflict of the wisdom of the ages principles is what I despise. It's not the profession as much as it is when I see a direct conflict of wisdom of the ages principles or any type of predatory behavior. It just, it, I despise it. And people in general drain my energy. And the fact that they're in network marketing that doesn't drain my energy any more than normal people do. It doesn't. Except for the fact when I see potential great leaders who have been misdirected and drank the Kool-Aid. And again, I've given example after example on this podcast because it's been ongoing in this profession for years. You know, by leads. You know, we're going to teach 97% how to be successful now with these new internet marketing funnels. If you want to be perceived to be a network marketing professional, then you must have a blog and so on and so on and so on. All the misdirection, uh, and the, and good people who have, who have been raised in the wrong network marketing culture. And when you really stop and think about it, you know, what about the network marketing profession today is not predatory or a conflict of wisdom of the ages principles. And I hate to say that, but when you look at it from a broad perspective, it's a real important question. It's no longer a business. I don't think anybody could could debate that. It's a popularity contest led by gurus, company leaders, and owners, w- many of which are sociopathic or have sociopathic personalities, and others which are being led by greed and manipulation of the masses. And again... Just a reflection. Of, it's it's just a reflection of the world in which we live. It really is, uh, you know. And I think about it with our e-commerce businesses. We can treat customers exactly as we want to be treated, you know. And I, when I say we, I'm talking about Don and I and our our outsourcers and independent contractors we work with. I mean, we find niches. We locate sources for products. You know, there's a trade show that Don and I in Las Vegas that Don and I have gone to. It happens twice a year, and for several years we would go and find sources for different products and and research different niches. And we could operate as we choose. We deal with real business people, uh, real business people, 
And if, and if we didn't want to deal with them, we don't have to. Um, the reputation we build is based upon customer service and the value of the quality of the products we provide to the market that we serve, to the niche. And it's a real simple, easy business for me. And because we have an online business, there's no real assumptions by customers. The only assumptions they're going to create are how well we communicate and the type of customer service that we provide. And as as most of you know, many people uh, feel those involved in many niches, including MOM, are evil or predatory in nature, and any active network marketer has to fight this battle daily. And this is one of the reasons many people just choose to participate in MLM as a social club member instead of getting on the field and playing the game. And you guys know I put myself out there every single day with podcasts, working with teams, articles, videos, and on and on every day. I have for several years. You know, when I came out of coast mode, I've been in the market putting myself out there every day. And the number of vowel messages I receive uh, on a monthly basis is just really kind of fascinating to me. And they normally come from people that we're trying to help. They don't know me. They've never worked with me. But they hate MLM as a business model. So they therefore they feel like they have the right to send me, you know, cussing at me or, or, or sending me vile messages. And it's just it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, we let those that have never built a significant team start. Ex- we, we, we in the past, not me, but the profession, let people that had never built a significant team start extracting as much money from our team members as possible, telling them what they wanted to hear so they could sell them what they want to sell them. Uh, we, we supported owners, the profession did, in their third startup network marketing company when they took the money and ran in the previous two. We never called them out. We never looked behind the curtain. Uh, you know, we pour our hearts and souls into people whose only real thought is, Dale, what have you done for me lately? Who really don't examine or appreciate track record. And, and I could go on and on, but I won't. The bottom line is, it is what it is. So I have to ask myself every day, Dale, why fight this battle? Uh, why do I, what about network marketing do you love so much? What is it? And I've realized my love for network marketing came from the fact that, and this is a real important phrase, at one time in history, at one time in history, it was the very best vehicle to give average people with above average desire the opportunity to implement and put into practice wisdom of the ages principles. And let me say that again, because look at anybody that has a real love for network marketing 
they either have absolutely no business experience or they were involved in network marketing at a time in history when it was the very best vehicle to give average people with above average desire the opportunity to implement and put into practice wisdom of the ages principles that could set them free and create financial independence. Uh, to, to try to debate that that's what network marketing is about today is if you're trying to say, well, that Dale, that's what this is about today. That's what our company does. Uh, you're delusional. You're just delusional. There's, you're delusional. And as I've talked about many times on this pod, podcast, network marketing was born out of the personal development movement. However, the last 20 years, the profession has gotten further and further away from the foundation and fundamental principles that created such momentum in the early 70s through, the, through 1995 until Success Magazine, you know, did the cover, We Create Millionaires. And it's been on a downhill projection ever since. The profession's been taken over by those that tell the masses what they want to hear so they can sell them what they want to sell them. And it's just unbelievable. It, it really, you know, it sounds like politics. I mean, really, it sounds like politics. Uh, so when, when, when I was working on the assembly line in the, at IBM in Lexington, Kentucky, uh, I was not in an environment that allowed me to apply wisdom of the ages principles and learn and grow and create progress. You know, I was in an environment that I felt like I was in jail. You know, I was in, in a situation, I got two quick promotions and now I'm at, in a situation where I'm waiting where 70% of all the other workers were. So we're waiting, 70% of the people are waiting for the next job opening and they just didn't come around that long, that, that often. And, you know, I just felt like I was in a nine to five jail. I, I mean, I really did. I, I couldn't stand that environment. And for some people, it doesn't bother them. But if you're, if you're born with entrepreneurial, uh, and ambition and extra dose, it will drive you crazy. And a lot of you know exactly what I'm talking about. So what I do love about network marketing is that it gave me and many others the perfect vehicle to apply the wisdom of the ages principles, personal development success principles, expand our comfort zone. And we could take the ideas and concepts we read in The Magic of Thinking Big and Think and Grow Rich and Psycho-Cybernetics and apply them into a business model uh, that gave us an opportunity where we could implement those principles. You know, as Robert Kiyosaki talks about in the perfect business uh, audio or book that many of you I know have read or heard. And just like America provided the opportunity to participate in the free enterprise system, network marketing gave individuals the opportunity to apply the principles that they learned in a business model that they could start on a part-time basis and eventually develop into a full-time income and even uh, even financial independence and legacy wealth if they chose to. 
The network marketing business model is the best in the world to allow average people to experience what the richest man in the world, J. Paul Getty, meant when he said, I would rather earn 1% on 100 people's efforts than 100% on my own efforts. I remember 40 years ago, somebody, he was an Amway Diamond, and he was also a manager at IBM. And I'll never forget this. I was sitting there working on the assembly line, and they had farmed me out to another location from where I normally sat uh, because I was co-trained and I could do two different operations, and some people didn't show up. So they farmed me out, and somebody had sent this guy to me. And he walks up, and I never met him. I'd heard about him because I knew he was an Amway Diamond. And uh, he he walked up. He's got his three-piece suit on. Again, he's a manager. I'm sitting there grinding away on the assembly line. And, you know, he's, he said, I couldn't find you. And we had a, you know, chit-chat there for a minute. And I don't really remember anything about the conversation. Uh, uh, but he, I do remember this. He said, son, there's only three ways in the world for a young man to create financial independence. He said, number one, you got to inherit it. And I know your dad, he's a, he's a great man. My dad was an I-beamer as well, but that's not going to happen. He said, number two is you got to marry it. And he said, from what I've heard, you've already blown that one. And then, Number three, you got to find a way to duplicate yourself through the efforts of other people. And truer words have never been spoken as it relates to the average person with above average desire creating some type of financial independence. And I've had to come to grips with the fact that the net, that network marketing will never again be what it once was. And for the rest of my life, I see no, no way around this love-hate relationship that I personally have with this profession. Uh, I will never forget the very first time I heard the U2 song, With or Without You. It was back in 1987. Uh, I was heading home from my first NSA meeting, my the overview, the pitch. Uh, it was the first one I ever ever attended, and I remember the radio coming on and saying, here's a new song from you 2 And I was reminded with that song of my exactly experience and how phenomenal it was and how negatively it ended. And I'm listening to this song, and, and a lot of you, you know, you know, you know the words. I'm not going to sing it to you, but it's hard to say the words without singing it. It's such a phenomenal song. But just a little bit of the lyrics, you know, and I remember this vividly in 1987. You know, my, my hands are tied, my body's bruised, nothing win, and nothing left to lose. <laughs> Y'all know it. My hands are tight, my body's bruised, nothing win and nothing left to lose. And you give yourself away, and you give yourself away, and you give, and you give, and you give yourself away. With or without you, with or without you, 
I can't live with or without you. And as many of you know, I left NSA, or I let NSA pass me by the first time I saw it after that event, and I can remember this song playing. And I'm not saying that it was the deciding factor. I don't know what I'm saying other than I felt like I needed to share it because it, it's it's kind of the path. It's like, was the song trying to warn me? <laughs> I, I don't know. But, but, you know, I let it pass me by the first time I saw it, and that decision literally cost me millions of dollars in income because I ended up joining about two and a half years later. Uh, but I don't think there's been a time in history since 1987 when I've heard that song and personally not related it to the network marketing industry. All my life, you know, I've watched my mom and my dad, but especially my mom, pour time, energy, emotion, and effort into people that never appreciated it, in my mind, have never deserved it. They didn't deserve it. I mean, her makeup, her DNA, she gave it to me. It, I mean, it was so similar. And, you know, I've tried over the years to learn from what I perceive to be wasted energy into the wrong people. I've watched her do it over and over and over from my perspective. Okay, again, we see things not as they are, but as we are. And, you know, today she's 81. My dad's 85. I haven't talked to him yet this week. But I have no doubt that they've been taking her homemade robes to people, visiting people in the hospital, uh, taking somebody to lunch that one or both of them feel like needs some encouragement, and on and on. And they've been doing that all week. And they will be doing it again next week. And the week after. I mean, some of you listening to this know my parents, and probably several of you heard the podcast I did with my dad. I think the first year this podcast started, it was uh, session 41. And see, I know a lot of people think, man, I wish I had parents like that when I was growing up. And then some of you think, my parents are the greatest in the world. And here's what I know. My parents are the greatest in the world. I sincerely believe that. I mean, I I was so fortunate, so fortunate. And I also understand that by the time we're 12 years old, whatever was put into our brain, as far as from authority figures and parents and the environment in which we lived, whatever's put in our brain by the time we're 12 years old our tendency, our well, our, the reality is we will reinforce that, good, bad, or indifferent. And, and my childhood was definitely not perfect. I mean, it wasn't. You know, I was always the black sheep of the family. Uh, so, And I'm not going to go down those roads. So there's things that I had to reprogram for sure. And we all do. We all do. We all have to reprogram that because by the time we're 12, we got a lot of good and some got a lot of good. Some got a lot of bad. Some of us got a mixture of good and bad. But we have to identify what what's going to serve us the rest of our life and what's not. And the programs that were put into our mind as children that we've reinforced as adults 
we have to re we have to reprogram our mind. The neuroplasticity, the science of neuroplasticity tells us we can create new brain cell patterns, and it's our responsibility to do that. It is ours. Uh, but you know, my parents are givers and supporters, and anybody that met them will tell you that. And there's really four factors about my um, my personal mental and emotional makeup that I've been trying to come to grips with really since two, 2012 when, you know, I had four stents put in my heart. And I knew I couldn't spend the rest of my life coasting, that that's not what I was here to do, was to coast. And I sincerely believe that every quality decision you make puts you on a path that leads to another path along your journey. And shortly after that experience and being in the hospital and going through all that, I knew I was supposed to start this podcast. I knew it as plain as anything I've ever known. I knew it. And because I have started this, this podcast, you know, several years ago, and because you've allowed me to brain dump when I needed to, and really once a week, uh, throughout this process, I've learned much more about the state of the network marketing profession, the crossroads that people face on their journey, and a lot more about myself. And, and, and I guess you can say the four stints led me to major self-awareness for me in four different areas. And number one is I was just born with an entrepreneurial spirit that is not normal. And I've talked about this at different times, and I'm not going to go into detail, but I have to recognize that, you know, I don't know anybody that was like me when I was a kid from an entrepreneurial standpoint. I love to buy, sell, trade, whatever it is. I just, there's something in me. I can't explain it. Some of you've got that same thing in your DNA and you recognize it, and there's many people that think they have it, and they don't have a clue. But I have to realize that that it was just in my DNA from birth. I mean, when you're four or five years old, and, you know, every, you can't wait till it rains in the summer so you can go pick up, you know, go hunt night crawlers, and then you've got a huge uh, old bathtub with dirt in it where you, where you keep them, and you got everybody in town saving their cottage cheese containers so you could sell a dozen night crawlers to all the fishermen and they all knew that the caliber boy on on Walnut Street, if you need bait, he go up there, he'll have it for you. And, you know, I would always put thirteen or fourteen in. Uh I learned later in my life that's called a, a baker's dozen. And, you know, giving good service so they would come back. I mean, this is like before I was in the first grade. And again, y'all have heard me talk about the blackberry picking stories and the pear, pear stories and, and picking up bottles and everything else. It was just part of who I was. So that's the first thing. Un, un, not normal entrepreneurial spirit. Number two, my DNA has an extra dose of awareness and concern about those around me. And again, I got that from my mom. I can remember feeling that way as a kid. And as I've grown older, especially those that are miserable uh, because they know they're letting their potential in their life waste away every day uh, on assembly line floor, in a cubicle, or in a corporate boardroom, or in, you know, 
wherever they are that they know they're not supposed to be and they don't know how to break out of that. Uh, and, and, and there's so many wolves in sheep's clothing telling them that they can break out and they have the answer and can help them break out and, who don't have a clue about anything. And, and when people make the, the move to break out and, and, and then they end up in the wrong culture or the wrong environment or the wrong business niche and, and then they'll never attempt it again. They, they go back to the real world where, where they'll be in their nine to five existence. And in my mind, it's like you're, you're a slave, you know, to the nine to five. And, and that's, you know, if you want, if you want out of it bad enough, there's ways out of it, but you, you know, it's, it, it, it I feel an intense, uh, connection with those people. And number three, I'm very aware that I don't know where I would be in my life. I sincerely don't know where I would be in my life is if when I was a 20 year old kid that was confused and aggravated and in a bad environment around the wrong people. And if I wasn't almost ready to lose my job at IBM and they sent me to that employee awareness class and that guy pulls out the boom box and puts it on his desk and he says, we're going to listen to one of these cassettes every, every day. And some of you heard the story, so I don't want to repeat it all, but he pushed play and I hear for the first time somebody that sounds more country talking than I do who says the first words I hear were, you are where you are in your life because of what's gone into your mind. And the only way to change where you are is to change what goes into your mind. And I say that, you know, right now, and I get chills just like I did back then. And how Zig absolutely put a 20-year-old frustrated, aggravated, with the world in which he was expected to live in, uh, the, the, you know, hanging around people that acted like they were 12 years old, uh, every day in that whole environment. If I hadn't heard that audio from Zig, I don't know what direction my life would have went. I mean, I was at a crossroads at that point in my life and I didn't even recognize it. And then the fourth thing, um, is that I believe 100% in the concept of duplication. I believe doing it with a volunteer army. And, and see, that's that, that makes no sense, honestly. But, but it's what I believe. I believe doing it with a volunteer army that's on the same path because it's much more gratifying. Yes, it's much more difficult than just hiring employees that you can fire. But I believe the true leadership builds volunteer armies. I just believe that and that don't have to produce at all. Don't have to produce at all. And, you know, the network marketing, see, for me, the network marketing business model gives average people the opportunity to apply the principles of duplication that Jay Paul Getty talked about years ago when he was the richest man in the world. And what is better 
than a three to five year game plan to have wisdom of the ages principles programmed into your mind that to the point that they become part of you, not just a cool quote on Instagram, but they're part of you, who you are, how you live every day. What is better than a three to five year game plan to have these principles programmed in your mind and and combine that with a real opportunity to create financial independence in the process. And and in my mind, that's what all network marketing companies offered during my beginning years. Uh, and we've gotten, again, so far away from that that it's just, it, it's it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And why do some people always feel the need to try to speculate and attempt to shortcut a proven process, make it quicker, faster, easier, more profitable? When we had in the palm of our hand a three to five year game plan to financial independence, uh, but it happens in every business niche. And I've talked about that recently in this podcast. I've seen it happen with Shopify stores in the last few years. Uh, I, I saw it happen with Am- uh, with eBay back in the day where people started selling, you know, big screen TV sets and collecting money and not ship and ripping people off, not sending out the TV sets. I mean, selling three and four thousand dollar TV sets. And there was a group of people and I had them contacting me wanting to buy established credible eBay accounts and give you give them their your username and password and let them take over your eBay account and they were you know they were willing to pay big money for it and then they would go on and they would list hundreds or thousands of items that cost thousands of dollars and people looked at the feedback score they saw the credibility the account's been online for 7 years and would buy it and and sometimes they would, you know, in a week, in a week of auctions, they could take a hundred thousand or a quarter of a million dollars or more, take it, take the money, disappear. And again, people have to shortcut it, create scams around solid businesses. And again, I could talk about this forever. I'm not going to. So I just want to tell you guys again, I appreciate your feedback. It means more than I can explain. And and I got to just take a minute and tell you guys about Stan. Uh, I got, and I'm going to share with you some of the email that I received from him. Uh, Stan, I guess I first heard from him maybe, maybe three or four, maybe even five years ago. And very entrepreneurial, spirited person has made millions of dollars in the real estate business, which, again, y'all have heard me talk about real estate and, you know, great business model. Uh, it, and, again, it like every good idea, it's had challenges and it's had shysters and whatever. But, you know, back in the day, uh, there was a time that, I could have went down that road early after buying Robert Allen's book, Nothing Down, and, you know, sending out some proposals to for sale by owners and 
you know, six months later, someone calls me and accepts my pr- proposal, but I had already joined Shackley at the time and my focus was in a new direction. Many times I think about what if I hadn't joined Shackley when that happened? I mean, and again, I didn't have mentor. You know, I read one book. I did what they said to do. And again, I don't want to go down that path, but Stan, uh, has sent me some very thought provoking emails and we've had many thought provoking conversations through email over the last two or three, four years. And just a lot of respect for this guy because he's smart. He's not, you know, he's smart and he's not trying to show me how smart he is. It's just obvious that he's, he's, he's intelligent and has a lot of entrepreneurial, uh, instincts. And it's just, he, I mean, really, I get a of all the people in the last three or four years that I've had emails back and forth with, but never really worked with, uh, he would be, at, you know, he'd be in the top five for sure. And I had the opportunity to briefly meet him in Las Vegas at the uh, first ever in the United States APL Go event. Some of you know about that. Some of you have seen the video where I spoke there. It's on YouTube. Uh, and he came, and I met him briefly, and we talked. And my, my intentions, my hope was to be able to really spend some time with him. But anyway, that was the first time I met him. I didn't get to spend the amount of time that I would have loved to. But here's some of the email. I'm, going to, I'm not going to share all of it with you, but I'm going to share most of it because it's very insightful. And he said, so you asked for feedback. So again, I appreciate, uh, uh, well, let me find it. It says, is that, here's how he, here's how he starts it. As I've said before, I like ML, the MLM model in theory, not much in execution. And honestly, I don't blame him at all today, in today's environment. Even the leaders of APL Go US still have a lot of rah-rah types that ignore business principles and wisdom of the ages. You've said and continue to say how much you detest what MLM has become today. Every time I hear you say that, I wonder why you continue to fight the emotions of the market. So the fact that he used the term and he quote in quotes emotions of the market tells me, you know, he's he's heard what I talked about in the last couple of weeks about the emotional state of the of the marketplace determines your true upside financial financial opportunity in any business niche. Uh you know you're fighting an uphill battle against the market and consumer set sentiment. I assume some of that is your loyalty to the model and to the people who need a vehicle that doesn't require significant cash outlay like a franchise. And that has some to do with it. But really, for me, and I'm going off script, obviously, or off his email, it's not about that as much as it, and that's a big part of it, but it's not as much about that as it is Network marketing is the number one personal development program in the world with a compensation plan attached. And and I've told people for years, if you'll give me one year of your life, 
If you didn't make a nickel, it's going to help you in every area of your life. What kind of father, grandfather, neighbor, brother, sister that you are. It's going to help you because wisdom of the ages principles are wisdom of the ages principles. And, and, and that's really where I come from. And I've already tried to explain that a little bit, uh, earlier in this session. So continue with, with, with Stan. And he blew my mind here. <laughs> he really blew my mind here over the next few couple of sentences. He, he says, so here's an idea. You have created so much content. You already have a loyal community. Have you ever considered using blockchain technology as a new type of MLM structure that can identify participants' activity and compensate them accordingly? I'm going to have to spend some time on this part of this, okay? Because it's been a mind tweak for me. And compensate them accordingly. Mint an NFT that gives a user access to current and prior content, private webinars, in-person workshops, like you described in the last episode. Access to content that is opportunity-specific, i.e. Facebook, uh, uh, FBA, Amazon FBA, eBay, flipping websites, etc. Creating a DAO would be a whole new level, and that's a decentralized autonomous organization. And again, I know enough enough about all this to be dangerous. And then he says, have you ever seen, and he gives me a website, a newsletter format that describes trends. The world is changing so fast that an op, that op, as opportunities come and go, an example, iHub, you could create content on what the opportunity is and how to take advantage of it. Uh, and I agree with that, but I also would just say that I have never, never come close to seeing anything or experiencing anything like the 10-day, two-week run that I experienced uh, with iHub. Never never seen anything and it takes kind of that type of opportunity to get my attention there's a lot of good solid opportunities out there though so and then he said have you ever seen this guy and he gives me this website he says look at his quick start guides halfway down the home page on the left side you could easily create these for opportunities with a business plan and and i haven't gone to that yet but i will because this whole concept of a DAO is just fascinating to me, honestly. But then he says, remember when Robert Allen wrote The Challenge? And uh, that was the pitch he, he when he wrote the book The Challenge, and that was the pitch. And man, I so had flashbacks to that when he said that, because Robert Allen is one of the people that I have really studied and over the years have got access to some inside information from him from back in the day, some real closed-door events. And uh, Robert Allen, just so everybody knows, he created the whole funnel concept before the Internet was, was ever here. Before the World Wide Web, 
Robert Allen had this whole funnel concept down. And uh, somewhere here, I've got a VHS where I have duplication rights. And some of you that are kind of familiar with marketing, if you watch this VHS, if I could get it online from Robert Allen, it would blow your mind. It would, it's mind blowing. It blew my, the first time I saw it, it just blew my mind. So I'm a, I have been a, at one time, a very serious student of Robert Allen. So I understand exactly what he's talking about. And he says here he makes a bet with himself. Robert Allen did. And he wrote a book about, he wrote a book was, which was the pitch. A bet with himself that he can train three people literally from the unemployment line. That's what he did. He went to the unemployment office and he picked three people. And again, they had to, he had to pick the right people. Okay. If someone, you know, he didn't pick people with terrible programming and a victim mentality, I am sure. (laughs) Okay. But pick three people and show them how to acquire residential property within 90 days and put $5,000 cash in the bank. In other words, he's going to pick them out of the employment line and I can take three people and show them how to not spend one penny of their own money buy a piece of residential property and and make $5,000 at closing. And and then Stan goes on. He says, you could do the same thing. Your pivot to 12 months to $100,000 side gig would be huge. They'll have it. And then he closes and see, he's right. He's right. And when this rolls out or when I talk about this in a few minutes, remember the idea didn't come from me. It came from Stan. There's one caveat to this that just really bothers me, and I'll talk about that as well. But he says, Dale, uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for what you do and how, how you teach. You and I know with inflation, coming tax hikes, wage disparity, work from home, wages arbitrage, hiring overseas for U.S. jobs, that what I described would be a huge hit, especially when you compare it to so many gurus charging astronomical fees for courses that are weak. Anyway, good luck as you take some time off and consider what's next. So this, this I just wanted to give Stan the recognition for this, and I didn't know if he wanted me to say his, bat, his last name, so I haven't. Uh, but I've loved communicating with him off and on over the last several years. And I was really hoping, to, Stan, I know you're listening. I was really hoping that we could sit down and spend some quality time when you were in Vegas. And I know you came. We shook hands. You met. We met. And I don't know if you stayed for the event or you left because I was looking for you afterwards. But I don't recall ever seeing you. And so I really don't know. Again, I had a lot of other people on our team and a lot of stuff going on. Uh, but at your convenience, if at your convenience, would you go to dccallcalendar.com, Stan, and just schedule a time when we can talk? Because I really would like to talk to you 
uh, and pick your brain a little bit on this because you've really, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it, it, this was a, a fascinating email and I am moving right now on the 100K a year challenge. And anybody, li- but only for people that are listeners of this podcast. That's it. Uh, and the reason is because of the caveat that I'll explain in a second. But it's only going to be for you guys that are listening to this particular session of this podcast. And you, if you're not listening to it prior to the first quarter of 2022, all bets are off. So it has to be before April 1st of 2022. But before we get into that, I need to just share with you one more thing. Uh, you know, all of us have heard stories about people who got involved with the right network marketing company at the right time in history. And this week, I, I think I clarified for myself uh, a couple of things regarding this to kind of help me get past it. Okay, get past it. Uh, because we all know and have heard the stories of people who got involved in the right company, right time in history, the stars lined up. Uh, they became personal development students, applied those principles, and created legacy wealth for their families. And we can talk about people in A.L. Williams and Herbalife and uh, uh, NSA and the list goes on and on. Mary Kay Shackley Amway, of course. And, you know, I fully acknowledge that when the profession got away from the four, con- four core fundamentals and moved into a state of speculation over the past 20 years, uh, that we're all now experiencing the unattended consequences of today because of that. The industry has no future leaders being developed right now, today. And, I, and let me say this outside of my personal organization. And I'm sure there's others as well. I know there are. But when you look, take a broad look at the profession and the people teaching people and the derelicts that are trying to communicate and teach people how to do that, which they've never done, and you got people that are ignorant on podcasting, well, it never was a much of a personal development book reader, and they're supposed to be leading a group of, more, of people and developing future leaders. It, it's just a mess. It's ridiculous. So the industry has no future leaders being developed, and it hasn't for the past 15 to 20 years uh, as a general overall view. I mean, today we call people with titles and large followings leaders. They're not leaders. They're people with leadership titles in network marketing companies who have a large following. But again, for the 17,000th time I've said this on this podcast, as Brian Tracy has told us all, real leaders don't develop followers. They develop other leaders. And it's not happening in today's profession. So this week, I kind of clarified some of this in my mind. And, and, and it really has helped me because I started looking at the best traditional network marketing opportunities I have seen in the last 40 years. Uh, obviously, Amway, Mary Kay, Shackley, they're a given. I was involved in Shackley, but also the major growth in Shackley happened at the end of the 70s, and I got involved in Shackley in 1980. Uh, 
you know, you, we can talk about Amway and Mary Kay, but I'm not as, uh, I don't have the, enough to really speak to that at the level that it should, because I knew they were over. But when I joined Shackley in 1980, I knew Shackley was the best game in town because of the market penetration that already happened with Amway and Mary Kay. So when I sit back and I say, okay, Dale, what were the, what are the top five network marketing opportunities I've ever seen? And there's a lot of things we have to consider ownership, timing, uh, products. And then as I talked about recently, the emotional state of the market is the market ready to accept this. Okay. Are y'all, uh, and again, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time here because I could, but number one for me would be NSA. The ownership was awesome. He's a former school teacher, got involved selling direct sales uh, fire alarms for 20 years. And then they found this water filtration system and they understood that bottled water was going to be a thing and that you could make bottled quality water for three cents a gallon with this water filtration system. And the science and the research and the timing made sense. The guy was a great guy. I liked him, and I never will forget the story that when he talks about they got the the first order for five thousand dollars, and they said, "Can we do this?" And he said, "Well, I guess we can." It's like the whole program was designed: start part time, get a couple of water filters, make your profit, reinvest, and keep coming to us and getting your product. And you know, as you sell one, replace it and make your retail profit and make good money retail selling the product that was their business model for 20 years with fire alarms and it's the way it started with with the nsa water filtration until some person came in and said how can we do this quicker faster easier how can we shortcut this and if we could buy five thousand dollars and buy 40 and then we could convince enough people to buy that uh because it does make good business sense then we can make quicker upfront commissions and unfortunately the the five thousand buy-in went to twenty five thousand dollar buy-in and then eventually thirty five thousand dollar buy-in and believe it or not a hundred and twenty five thousand dollar buy-in to buy a title called qualified national marketing director and once once the vultures moved in it ultimately took that company down and they had to change their name or go out of business and change their business model. And they did. And they went from water filtration to today's what we all know as Juice Plus. But when it started, when it started, it was the greatest. It is the number one program I've ever seen. And again, I'm so smart. I saw it two years before I joined it. I missed it. Why did I miss it? Because the preconceptions I left the Shackley Corporation with. Oh, man. Did you hear what I said? I gave Shackley my my heart, time, energy, effort, worked with a lot of ungrateful people, achieved a lot of success, bonus cards, vacations, never made an enormous amount of money, but I made enough to go full time. But, but because of the way that was structured, again, this was all prior to the Internet, uh, you know, it, it it did not end well, and I ended up selling it, and that's when I got involved in the marketing health insurance to self-employed people. Shackley did not end well, and and because of that, 
That was the number one reason I missed NSA when I first saw it, because the stars had lined up. I mean, I didn't understand that at the level I do today, but, I mean, there was no red flags. The trend was in, was there. The trend is your friend. I mean, again, I didn't understand all this at the time that I do now, but but I could not move forward based upon the negative experiences of the past. And see, that, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly the state that this profession is in. We have destroyed hundreds of thousands of people, many of which could have went on to become great leaders if we had not tried to shortcut things and if we had not veered away from the foundational principles on which this profession was built. See, I see that clear as day, clear as day. And every time, you know, some guru comes out and says, you know, you don't have to you throw away your warm market list or we're going to, you know, you can join our leads program and we're going to send you 200 leads every month of people that have filled out a form and are ready to join a small, small bit. All the crap that's been propagated throughout this profession by many well-known gurus that people think are just like they've destroyed this profession. In many different ways. They've been a big part of destroying it. A big part. You know, if you want to be perceived to be a, perceived to be a network marketing professional, you must have a blog. And again, I could go on and on and on. I don't want to, I didn't want to spend too much, too much time here, but NSA would be number one. I would have rated the, the ownership as a nine, the timing, uh, of the, of the opportunity as a seven. I mean, I remember I went to the when I decided to join two years and a half after I saw it. I remember going to the library and doing a lot of research on bottled water. At that time, the only bottled water in the market was Evian. And so I remember all that. And and the state of the market was the state, the emotional state of the market was a seven because there was enough people starting to hear about the negative effects tap water was having uh, on people that people were open. And when you could let them try it for a week and their coffee tasted better and their Kool-Aid for their kids and their orange juice and everything tasted better and you come back in to pick it up, the puppy dog clothes, they didn't want to give it up. They wanted to continue to enjoy that, that cup of coffee that they had been enjoying, enjoying. And it was brilliant. It was brilliant. So I would say the marketing and the emotional state of the market was a seven. I mean, people, maybe a six, but people were starting to hear about it. And when you combine the emotional state of the market plus the way the product was marketed, then it was definitely a, at least a seven if you combine those two. And then I look at New Image International, you know, and, you know, I, I left NSA when they were making the switch to Juice Plus. And this, the owner had hired me to consult and put together the training system for the, his new company, like we had for our team in New Image International. And when I got on the product, and, you know, because I'm trying the product and I'm testing and I'm writing these, the whole training program, putting everything together, and I lost 10 pounds on the product in 30 days. And then it, it just dawned on me, Dale, you've got a pill that people are taking and losing weight. And I've always heard if only there was a pill, 
that people could take and lose weight. You could get wealthy. And I'm thinking to myself, I remember reading in Success Magazine an article that said, if people want what you're selling, you'll get rich. Not that you have to go out and sell it, but if they want it. Now, with the water filtration, we had to go out and sell it, but it was an easy sell because we just hooked it up and let them try it free for a week. But if people want what you're selling, you'll get rich. And it was like, man. Uh, so long story short, I saw the, 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 the pivot that NSA was making. They're getting ready to change their name. They were, they were trying to do these, you know, they were, they, they were putting three or four different products, kids, educational toys into the market, which never did anything and a lot of other stuff. And I just didn't like the direction. But, and I've told the story before, but, and I'm not going to tell it again, but, you know, they, the day that they said, those of you that are members of our President's Advisory Council, it yeah, means, you, you know, we're the top 10% of income earners in the company, and they have all the top people, top position people in this meeting prior to the announcement and rollout of Juice Plus at a convention. And and they say from the stage, though, just, just a small closed group, uh, those of you that were NMD members, we've got your plaques for you. Uh, and then yelling back into a secretary, Dorothy, did we bring those plaques? Yeah, they're over here. And they were in boxes lined up on in the side of the room. And they said, uh, before you leave, make sure you go over there and find your plaque. And I walked out of the room. I said, they can keep the dang plaque. Totally dropped the ball there. Totally. They're, 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 you know, Jeff Olson's already left. Quorum is kicking their butt. There's some people left. They're trying to make a pivot. And, but the people that were at the top 10 income earners and that are the top 10% of income earners in that company, the president's advisory council, which I was a member of and many others who had hung in there and continued to build. And they say, you know, go find your plaque over there in the box. We brought them. We got them here. Uh, that was the end for me. Emotionally, that was the nail in the coffin. You don't, that's not the way you treat people. And it's not personal. It's just, if you're that unaware, I'm, I'm worried about the direction you're going to go. Number, number three would have been Herbalife. And again, Herbalife, you look at the leadership. Mark Hughes was phenomenal. He took on the government. <laughs> I mean, I loved Mark Hughes. I was never involved in Herbalife, but him and Larry Thompson, I love their, their infomercials on Sunday night. They were kicking my rear end all over the place. I was in Shackley and it's like they were just killing us. Uh, we couldn't compete. Uh, but I fell in love with Shackley and Shackley was, you know, I fell in love with it and I was driving the Shackley bonus car, but man, they kicked our butts. They really did. And I love those guys really. And I appreciate them more over the years. Uh, and they, they, you know, they, they were the first company to really do, Hey, at $3,000, if you order $3,000 in products, you can start as a supervisor. So they were before NSA. Okay. So instead of, you know, buying products as you need them or whatever. It's like you can become a supervisor with $3,000 purchase, which, again, that was front-end loading started with Herbalife. And the problem with Herbalife was 
once you get to that supervisor position, if you don't do $3,000 the next month, you revert. You don't maintain that royalty position. Okay, you didn't maintain that. You got it for one month. But you had, so to me, it just made more sense to build up to it. Don't start there. If What good is it to be at 25% commissions this, this month and then be back down to 7% next month? Didn't make sense to me. But man, it, a lot of people made a lot of money because they were selling $3,000, $5,000, whatever packs. But again, the whole business model didn't make sense because the, the the position was not permanent. But see, the top income earners in NSA came out of Herbalife, and it was the top income earners in Herbalife. When whenever when Herbalife went through all the government scrutiny, that's when they all left, and a lot of them went to NSA, and they were the people that sent in the first five thousand dollar order to NSA. I hope that's making sense. But anyway, Herbalife would be my number three because I love the culture. Uh, I just love the story. And when you look at the ownership, Mark Hughes came out of the field, uh, which is important. So did Larry Thompson. Uh, the emotional, the timing was phenomenal. And the emotional state of the market, if you have a weight loss product that works, the the market the emotional state of the market will always want to know more about that. See that's what we had with New Image International, the first chromium picolinate, ephedra based, one of the first. We were one of the top three in the market, and we were rolling, and we we would still be rolling if the government hadn't decided that made to make ephedra illegal for a couple of years. And they said, well, no, it's not really that bad for you now. You can go buy ephedra, but Again, another story. And then the fourth would have been A.L. Williams. I loved Art Williams. When you look at ownership, he was a 10, you know, from Georgia, football coach, started selling life insurance and term life, part-time, the whole invite, uh, 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 buy term and invest the rest was a absolute movement. They kicked New York life and every insurance life insurance companies rear in uh, going into the marketplace by term invest the rest you know you've been messed over all these years and I mean when I look at al Williams it was like the state of the market the the whole timing the ownership it was phenomenal phenomenal I was never involved I could have been I let it pass me by and then the fifth would be APL go APL go. And, and only because this is the first time in 40 years that I've seen a company that has come from uh, outside the U.S., has an established nine-year track record, top income earners making 100000 plus a month with that company, and seeing those people, see this company come to the United States, uh, it just doesn't happen. Usually companies start in the U.S. and then they expand overseas. So it's like having a crystal ball. You, you don't have to be the smartest tool in the shed to understand what's getting ready to happen or wh- or why what's happening is happening um, and what the upside potential is with with APL Go. Uh, APL Go, uh, the ownership is a nine and a half. The guy came out of the field, as Mark Hughes did in Herbalife, started when he was 17 years old uh, with Agile in in Eastern Europe, 
and uh, unbelievable story, unbelievable story, unbelievable big heart. And the only reason he's a nine and a half instead of a ten is because the only thing I can, only time I can understand what he's saying is it has to be through a translator. But I've sat with him multiple times. I've looked in his eyes. His heart is in the right place. I have no doubt about that. When he says, my goal is to create more millionaires in this company than has ever been done in the history of network marketing, I, be, I know that that is his focus and his desire and his goal. And when he says network marketing runs through my veins, uh, he, I believe it. I believe it. Uh, so, And when you look at the, the product, the fact that it is a category-creating product based upon negative ion science, Product is phenomenal. Phenomenal. When you look at the state of the market, the state of the market is a two. The state of the market is the lowest that it's ever been in the history of this profession. And when I talk about state of the market, the emotional state of the market, I'm not talking about just any. I'm talking about for all traditional network marketing product-based companies. And if you have just a Me Too CBD product or whatever, the emotional state of the market is less than a two. Okay, that is the world in which we live. See, when I when I joined APL Go, I wanted to prove to myself: can can a network marketing company be built correctly today? And the answer is yes. But the answer is also now lead generation 2.0. That's the answer is lead generate. You, you, we have to get through five times more people than, than the top people in the top companies are getting through on a daily basis. If you want to create momentum and you got to weed out people quicker and you've got to get them onboarded correctly. And again, I don't want to spend a lot of time there because that's not really what I'm talking about, but those are the top five. So. Then I look at the top network marketing companies that, that I've consulted with or been involved with that had potential. And, and you look at ownership, time, and emotional state. Number one was MPB Today. They were in the grocery delivery business before grocery delivery was a thing. And you could do the research and you could see it coming. And there was all kinds of documentation about grocery delivery and what it was going to be. This was before Amazon Fresh, before all the major grocery stores had curbside pickup. They were way ahead of the trend, maybe a little bit too early. And the owner, when I first met the owner, you know, he sold me a bill of goods and other people that he had an investment group that was going to buy all the Piggly Wiggly grocery store chains throughout the South. And people were going to be able to go to the grocery store and buy Captain Crunch and get paid BV on it. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> but he had me convinced, and he was a nine. And then I found out that too late. Well, But when I found out, I resigned. I left a lot of money on the table because I realized I was dealing with just a sociopath. I really was. A, a liar. A liar. A sociopath. And when I figured that out, I, I resigned. So, and there's no, there's no use trying to pr- proceed forward once you know you've, you're working with somebody that you cannot, that you'll never be able to trust. But intelligent people do that in this profession every single day. 
They should have gotten a clue a long time ago. So, it, it, but on the surface, initially, the upside potential for that, it had all the potential in the world. And it could have if it, if it had been run the way he said it was going to be run and developed into what he pitched was go- the way it was going to be developed. Uh, number two would have been a Serbia. And I don't want to get into too much there. You know, I, I don't want to talk about the Three Stooges or anything. I would like to, but I'm not going to. Uh, but it was easy because it was a small, small niche market. But anybody that's advertising in any rag publication or pick up newspaper were easy to target. And it, it was really good. And it was beyond uh, the owner's control control that Google decided to turn off the nearby service. And when Google flipped the switch, that whole business collapsed. It was over. There was nothing else to do. It was done when they turned that off. But, and again, I never got real serious there. I spent some serious time, energy, and effort, but it was, to me, that business was, I approached it like I would any of our e-commerce businesses. And I put more time into it than I had ever anticipated because there were some people that I really cared about that got involved with this. And when, once that happens, it takes my whole focus to a different level. Not that I ever had planned it because I didn't. I just saw it as another affiliate program, honestly, in the beginning where we could operate that would be beneficial to some of our traditional businesses. Then Euphoria was like, okay, they turn off the switch. What are we going to do? Euphoria made a lot of sense. We had to have a home for our people. Um, and, you know, the ownership, I, I would never recommend that anybody get involved with a LeClure company ever. Uh, I had had coffee with this guy several years ago, 15, 20 years ago. Never had a really good feeling. Uh I can remember walking out of that meeting. I don't even remember why why we met. I remember who set it up, but I don't even remember what he was doing at the time. But I met with him, and, and I and I can remember thinking, you know, he's just greed motivated, very greed motivated, very money motivated. Um, regardless, um, the product was a ten. the uh, The timing and the emotional state of the market. It's really hard once people are sold out on particular brand of coffee or even supplements to help to, to have them change brands. But the science behind it, you know, customized nutritional products based upon your own personal DNA was just so overwhelming. The real challenge was number one, the product was overpriced in the market. We would never be able to, to appeal to the masses. And number two was lack of lack of trust in the ownership. Once they got rid of the CEO, it was the final nail for many of us. Uh, so I say all that to say this. I put iHub Global in the category of a team-building opportunity. It's not a team-building opportunity with tremendous upside potential. Uh Aservia is still in business, or excuse me, Euphoria is still in business, okay? They're still in business. MPB's gone. Aservia's gone. Okay, but they both had unbelievable 
upside potential if they just done things a little bit differently. I put IHOP Global in that category. Unbelievable upside potential. Only, I I would say that it has, based upon the the run that I talked about, I guess, in last week or the week before's podcast, based upon the experiences that we've had, it's so far beyond anything that I've ever read, seen, heard about, looked about, participated in, that I cannot... I cannot even communicate it to you. I can't because there's no way I would believe it. There's no way you should believe it, but it's true. You know, just the fact that I would get on a podcast and say, here's the, here is the facts, the case study on going from, on creating a six figure monthly income within six months. And when I went back since then, and now I can really look at the numbers because I couldn't look at everything, only my personals. But when I looked at the numbers and however many I talked about, I had personally recruited. We were at almost 2,500 people in less than 90 days. Almost 2,500 people. 99% of those people had never been talked to by anyone. They just went to the website, looked at the facts, read it, made a logical decision and joined. That doesn't happen today. It has never happened. So that's the first thing that people have to understand. Uh, When I talk about, many of you have heard me say many times on this podcast, you need three to five new people every month to control your financial destiny in this program. And I want to just share with you guys that in the last six days, uh, I help Global. I've personally enrolled 10 people. I haven't talked to any of them. And to be fair, 10 of the 10, three are people that are listeners to this podcast. Because when I went in to add them to our team email list, they were already in our database as podcast listeners. So three of the 10. So let's say I've enrolled seven. Uh, are seven that I don't know. They don't know me. Uh, they've, they're coming from the perfect marketing promotion that I talked about last week that we've had to tweak. Also, I never even tweaked it until four days ago before I ever tweaked it and changed it. So six people that have joined me in the last six days saw a revised perfect promotion that I talked about last week or an old one, an old one, and responded to it. And when they responded to it, I have an email saying, look, I'm sorry you, you that that promotion was placed prior to uh, the official kickoff on this date. That promotion was placed before that. Here's the updates. Here's the way this works at the present time. I see no changes coming anytime at all in the future if it makes sense to you go check out the video if it makes sense to you see if your location is available and boom we're done and six of the people have done that they they've either responded to the new perfect promotion or the old one but i've never talked with any of them and 
the other one, because some of you are smart, <laughs> you're staying with me. You're saying, okay, Dale, three people came from this podcast. Six came from the perfect promotion. Where did the other one come from? Because you said you've sponsored 10. I caught you, Dale. And, you know, and people send me that kind of crap on email all the time. Y'all wouldn't believe it. It's like, give a guy a break. So I'm setting you up from, for this time. The, the, the next one was, I did the perfect promotion or whatever I called it, the game plan to $100,000 a month in six months podcast last week. The next, you know, recorded it, let my podcast guy know, send him the notes or whatever. He came in and did what he does, did his, did his thing to get it up, you know, on the podcast players, iTunes and Stitcher or wherever. And anyway, the next morning after doing that, I get up and the first email in my email box was, congratulations, Brandon Hadley has joined your iHub Global team. Brandon is my podcast producer. I never talked to him. He's heard me talk about everything that I've ever talked about, every affiliate program, whatever. And if I'm, and it's like we never talked, but Brandon looked at it obviously and said, dang, this makes sense. I'm joining. <laughs> Guys, this is fire with a capital F. Fire with a capital F. I have never in 40 years experienced anything like this. If you can copy and paste and devote five hours or less a week, I believe that you can create $100,000 plus income in the next 12 months. And that's my challenge. You can do it with only 40 people and never in the history of marketing, affiliate marketing, network marketing, MLM, whatever you want to call it, have I ever seen anything, number one, or with 40 qualified people, you can create that type of income. Here's the other thing that people miss. You say, yeah, Dale, but, you know, building 40 qualified people is very difficult. And I get that, but it's only because you're, you're not looking behind the curtain. Let me ask you a question. If you were leasing a box that you plug in that is like a router, and you plug it in and you forget about it and, it, and you're paying an $18 a month lease. And that box is making you on average $125 a month in profit. Why would you ever unplug it? And if you didn't hear me, go back and listen to that. Why would you ever unplug it? The only way to not be qualified if somebody is unplugs the box. Oh, yeah, Dale, but what if they move to another apartment? Again, there's a form that you go in your back office and you fill out a location change form to let them know your hotspot has been moved. See, people, they get so, they assume that they know, that they assume a wise person investigates what a fool takes for granted. 
And so many people just take for granted, oh, yeah, but this is going to happen, that's going to happen. And they don't take the time to look behind the curtain and get their questions answered. It blows my mind. It, it sincerely does. Uh, if you really want to know the numbers, I'll put this description in the URL, but it's tiny or in the, in the description of this podcast. I'll put this link, but it's tinyurl.com forward slash I hub play P L A Y the numeral two tinyurl.com forward slash I hub play numeral two. Uh, so that's the, let me just kind of give you um, the unofficial official hundred K challenge. If you will give us five hours a week flexible, whenever you can, 30 minutes here, 20 minutes here, whatever, most of it's just going to be responding to people that see the perfect promotion and have have a question. The question is usually, is this program still available? Are these hotspots still available? But anyway, if you can follow a very simple process, copy and paste and do exactly what I ask you to do and do it online. You don't have to ever talk to a person. I sincerely believe and the challenge is that over the next 12 months, there'll be many of you that are hearing this that can earn a hundred thousand plus annually because of the way this whole thing is structured and because of the acceptance in the marketplace See, only 2% of the North American population holds cryptocurrency in their investment portfolios, but it is a buzzword and a half right now. People are very curious. They're very curious, and this is the perfect way to enter the cryptocurrency market. So if you would like to participate, uh, I'm going to be having a quick start probably Tuesday this coming Tuesday soon, this uh, and I will be recording it, and I'm going to walk people through exactly what to what to what the perfect promotion says, where to place them on Craigslist, offer up Facebook, wherever. I'm going to I'm going to explain it in detail, and. Basically, you send people to your website, they watch a video, and, and most people with common sense say this makes sense and they join. And that's, that's, that's the bulk of it. And if you have 40 people that do this within a 12 month period of time, based upon the average, averages we have at this point in time in history, the average price of H and T coin, uh, the average number of coins each box it mines, uh, you're looking at a hundred thousand dollar plus income. And that's the challenge. Uh, if you want to participate, what do you do? Go to the tiny URL I gave you a few minutes ago and, and watch that. Uh, then, uh, join, see if your location is available, even if it's not. Uh, you can still p- participate in the affiliate program. 
And then all I want you to do is send me an email, mlmsuccesspodcast at gmail.com, and say, Dale, uh, I'm taking the challenge. I'm, I'm going to put five hours a week. I'm taking the challenge. Just send me an email, let me know, and then I'll set a time where we can, we can talk for a few minutes on the phone. Make sure, because most of you will be listening to this after the quick start's already been done, but I want to make sure you're able to access that, etc. Uh, I know that a large majority, not a large majority, but several of you listen to this podcast, uh, you're already in, you know, you're, you're already in, uh, you're waiting for your hotspot to be deployed in January. That's when they're going to start shipping. And for those of, that I'm talking to you right now, they I'm in. I'm in. I've already joined. I've already reserved my spot. I've completed my application. I've gone through the process, the five steps. I'm ready. I would ask you, even if you think I already know, no matter who you are, I mean, I don't care who we're talking about. I'm asking all of you, and I want this just for the documentation. But even if I, if you know that I know, send me an email. Say, Dale, I'm taking the challenge. Even if you know that I know that you know, okay? All of you, because I want it for documentation. I want to know how many people start officially the challenge. So we have, say, look, we had... 72 people start the challenge of the 72. Unfortunately, only 50 got to $100,000. But, but of the 72, only 50 got to 100,000. But 12 of them got to 200,000. Five of them got to 300,000. And five more of them got to 400,000. Cause I, I can see that happening. I think that's possible. So send me the I'm in. I'm taking the challenge, even if you know that I already know. Uh, And then the last thing I need to communicate regarding this. All any of us can do is make the best decision we can with the knowledge and the facts we have at the time the decision is made. So, again, if you're listening to this during the first quarter of 2021, the challenge is open to you. Anytime after that, check with me first, because I don't know how this is going to change. Uh, I can tell you, if you're listening to it and be after 2022, like in 2023, I'm not saying... The opportunity is over, but I am saying deals off. And, and this is what, this is the other thing that nobody understands. These are the two things. Number one, nobody gets the fact that, that this is, this is, there's no reason people to fall off auto ship is the easiest way to say it for those of you that are involved in network marketer, marketing. It's like there's no reason for anybody to unplug the box. They're making money. That's number one. Number two uh, is people think that it's it's got to be more than just copy and paste, and that and there's no way you can just copy and paste and people will join. 
they don't believe that. I don't blame you. I wouldn't believe it either. Uh, they think they have to know about cryptocurrency or how do I turn that into my into cash. And again, it's a very simple process. It's not difficult at all. Anybody can learn it. And again, preconceptions keep a lot of people broke. Some people have all the answers, you know, and, and preconceptions, and they don't take the time to get their questions answered. And if you have questions, get them answered. But the other thing, and this is a thing that people really don't understand, and I've never experienced this, and nobody listening to me has ever experienced this because it's never existed. This is a land grab. It is going to end. Once approximately 3 million of these hotspots are deployed in the United States, Helium Corporate will not allow any more boxes to be manufactured. There will be no more boxes being placed, and the, the network is built, and the game is over. And then you just draw your H&T. It's a land grab. If there's ever been a land grab, this is a land grab. The game is how many boxes can get can you get deployed right now at this time in history. That's the game. And the game has an ending. There's a there's a clock. Okay. If you joined Herbalife when Herbalife started, clock's still running. If you joined NSA when NSA first started, clock's still running. They've changed the name, but the clock's still running. This clock ends. Timing is critical. Critical. It's just critical. Right now, about 80% of the addresses in the United States are available very soon. That number's just going to continue to diminish until sometime in the near future. It's like my, my approach to this is going to be a whole lot different if I know, you know, 40, you know, 60% of the available territories have already been spoken for and there's already hot spots in those areas do you understand that that's the game right now so go to the url take the challenge or not if you want to take the challenge you're welcome to take it uh we'll be talking about it, i'm sure at some point in the future and if you're already Involved, make sure you send me the email. Send it to mlmsuccesspodcast at gmail.com and just say, Dale, I'm taking the challenge. Uh, One final thing real quick, and I'm going to get off here. Uh, I am going, because people are asking, and I am going to officially launch, officially launch my program in your mind for success success program sometime in December, as I've done every December for the last several years. I do need to do a new video on the on the uh, registration page. The one that's up there now is from like 2019 or something. So I got to do a new video. I didn't even do a new video last year, but I am going to this year and try not to date it so it can be evergreen and I can use it, you know, eight years from now. But I, I am going to do a new video. Uh, the content is the content. It's not going to change. It is what it is. 
the process to reprogramming your mind in 15 minutes a day is what it is. And it's worked for myself and dozens and dozens, hundreds of other people, uh, probably, well, thousands at this point. Um, but I'm getting people saying, Dale, I missed it last year. I was going to, I was going to join it. And I had somebody just send me an email last week and said, please, please open it again. You know, my mom was supposed to, to, I told her that's what I wanted last year and she never got around to it. And then after it closed, she sent me the check so I could join and I'm hearing all this stuff. And I know people have been anticipating this. Uh, I would just tell you, uh, if you're a listener to this podcast, the the website is online now. It's live. It's functional. Uh, you can become a member. Uh, the videos will change. The front video will change. Uh, the promotion video will change. Uh, I'm not going to send out any emails of the official launch or promotion for a while because I just haven't had time to wrap my mind around it yet. But my web guy and I are working on this. And the website is up. And again, uh, the cart's open. You can become a, a, a member, and most of you know. But if you, if you listen to this podcast regularly, but if you don't, if you want to learn what the heck I'm talking about, the workshop, I cannot recommend that you go through it. Even if you don't want to become a member, the workshop will be a real brain tweak for you. And that is at programmingyourmind.com. So my plan starting on Wednesday, which is tomorrow, and then the next three Tuesdays, uh, which is when this podcast usually drops, so I can take a break, is to share the audio version of the Program in Your Mind for Success Workshop in this podcast session. The first one will be tomorrow. I really recommend that you watch it because I think the slides add a lot to it, the actual video presentation. And again, you can register for register for the workshop at programmingyourmind.com. Uh, when I place the course online, uh, years several years ago, I recorded the workshop and I haven't changed it. Uh, I haven't changed the workshop. I see no need to. I don't want to double do double work that I don't need to. So there might be a couple things that I talk about, you know, a ball game or something that, or I might say something about the 2019 World Series or whatever year I record it, 2015. I don't even remember, guys. But it. But I'm just telling you up front that the original workshop that I did when I took this course from a physical product. DVDs and CDs to 100% online. The the initial workshop that I did to launch it is the workshop you'll be going through. Uh, I have added multiple hours of content, uh, the latest scientific and neuroplasticity uh, information. Uh, We've also added the Neuropsychology of Self-Discipline, which is a course that helped me as much as any course that I've ever gone through. When I bought it years ago, I'll never forget, I paid $497. And man, it, it put a strain on me. It put a real strain on me, but it made such a positive impact. Uh, 
sincerely, there are people that sell similar type programs for $10,000 and more and don't have near the content uh, that this course has. It's the, it's the one thing. If you say, Dale, there's one training that you want your grandkids and your great-grandkids and all future generations to know about that you've done, what would it be? Hands down, without question, it's programming your mind for success. So I needed to let you guys know that. Uh, again, the audio ver- first part of the audio version will drop tomorrow. That's my plan. I've got to confirm that with my podcast guy. Uh I hope that many of you will decide to take the $100,000 challenge over the next 12 weeks. Again, the link will be in the description. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys more than you know. God bless. Have an awesome day, night, wherever you are in the world. And uh, we'll talk with you here in a few weeks. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.